now the super genius, Mark Madden. All hail Finn, all hail Mark Madden. I think that says a lot about my integrity. I love it. I think it's great. Achtung, baby. The X at 105.9. Joining me now in studio, the constructor and conductor of DKPittsburghSports.com. It's Serbian reactionary Dejan Kovacevic. Dejan, what will the Penguins and Jim Rutherford do at the trade deadline? Uh, I'm giving you a clean slate. What's your prediction, and who would be your primary target? Primary target, Derek Broussard, no doubt. What, you have someone else other than Broussard? Yeah, Michael Grabner. Ooh, going for a winger? Well, Derek Broussard would cost a first-round pick, a prospect like mm-hmm, Spong, right. and an NHL player like Sheriff. And you're worried about cost versus... That's too much. That's but, too much. For, for what? To win a trade or to lose a trade? This is about winning a third championship. Well, you can win championships in 19 and 22. You can, but this is when you do it. You know? Yeah, this I, is... I disagree. I wouldn't hamstring myself for, for the Crosby Malkin window, which will stay open for well, let's put it this two way. or three more years. And don't get me wrong, I don't think that trade necessarily cripples you. Yeah. I just think it's too much for Derek Broussard. When getting him offers no guarantees. See, I'm not worried about winning or losing a trade. I and, and I, I don't know that the Penguins would be too much either. They're focused completely on a third championship. Doesn't mean you go like what you're saying. Doesn't mean you go stupid on it. But one way or another, Sherry's got to go. I think, or someone in that salary range, because then you're yeah, you're, you're, you're right. not replacing Unless, them. But with Grabner, mm-hmm. who's only 1.65 cap hit, yeah, it's better than Broussard, and it doesn't cost you next year. That's right. Yeah. The cap hit wouldn't be as much, you know. Uh, That's where my actual. Grabner leaves at year's end, but but here's yeah. my point. They, they've had trouble scoring at even strength. Right. Only one player scored more even strength goals since the start of the 2015-16 season than Grabner. And that is? And that is Austin Matthews. Oh. Grabner has 40, That's a great stat. 40 even strength goals Grabner's been span. outstanding. And, yeah. and look, we, we've known. he's fast, and this is a team that that hangs its shingle on fast. Yeah, Grabner's, Why not get faster? Grabner's not fast. He is faster. Well, I, I posted, he might be fastest. I, I think he is the <laughs> yeah. fastest player in the league. I, mm-hmm. I posted a bunch of goals he scored on, on my uh, webpage today. It's just him picking up loose pucks, not skating, no, everyone it, in a straight line. And he's also a tremendous penalty killer and a penalty-killing threat. I mean, if you put him in Hagelin, and I'm not sure that's how you would do it. You need, do need to have a center out there. No, no, they'd play separately. But But... The threat that you would pose to other teams shorthanded would be off the charts. I'll say this, too. Broussard, if you get him, he's another $5 million next year, and I think that hurts, if not kills, your chances of bringing back Patrick Well, they're Hornquist. not bringing back Hornquist anyway. I don't know about that. He's going to go somewhere for too much too long. He, Count on that. He might, but I think they can also approach him well, and get if, something if done. if you get Broussard, you can't bring Hornquist back. That's my point. And even if you, get, even if you lose Hornquist and don't have Broussard, you could at least make a big get in free agency, yeah. bigger and better than Broussard, probably. You could, but for right now, for right now, for winning a third championship, Derek Broussard is the guy. And I think if if that's your... I think Michael Grabner could be the guy, too. If that's your priority, um, if being a, the third championship above all else... Then he's the one that you bring in. Now, does that still create some problems? I don't problems? think there's ever a good time to make a bad deal. You need. Uh, I I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. And I I I keep going back to the you know the the famous Craig Patrick trade where he sent Mark Recchi out, and he said he knew at the time he was sending a Hall of Famer out. They brought back obviously good players to say the least. Rick Tockett, Shell Samuelson, Ken Raggett, and they won the championship. And 
you can argue that the Flyers won that trade. Of course, they haven't won any championships since 1975. At least so I've heard on this program. No, I thought the Penguins won that trade, actually. It took me a couple <laughs> well, of days to come around to that. The point is but then I saw the impact of Shell Samuelson on that defensive court. Shell made a big difference. Yes. He brought size. He was really rangy more than anything right. else. He, like he could reach 18 feet in either direction. With The, the Penguins stick. defensive court that had so many different kinds of defenders, it was tough to game plan. Right. And what you have, though, is a general manager at the time who just said he didn't really particularly care. He wanted to bring in the guys that he thought were going to win the championship on that particular year, and he got it done. The fact that he also did well in the trade was a bonus. Look, I'll take Broussard over any of these guys, I, especially well, not, if you've already clear, decided to not bring I, Hornquist I'm not, back. I'm not anti-Broussard. And it wouldn't be, you couldn't be. It He's wouldn't, it a wouldn't terrific be, player. It wouldn't be deciding to not bring Hornquist back. It would just be the inevitability of him leaving. Yeah, that he, was. If he's, that too, enters, he's too close to free agency to not try yeah, it. If that enters into your mindset that, you're look, you're not bringing back Hornquist, uh, and then you say, okay, well, look, now what we what, what can we do here? Because then we can take Derek Broussard's $5 million, or you can try to talk Ottawa into keeping some of it as they have in a couple other exchanges. Then you do that. I love the idea of bringing in another centerman. Number one. Well, I mean, I'd rather have Grabner than... than uh, okay, Mark Latestu. That's where you're Matt headed here? Or Matt Cullen or J.G. Peugeot, who would cost okay, too much Okay, here's the catch, center. though. You bring in Grabner, okay? And I understand that penalty well, killing Well, Grabner takes... could play with Sid, too. Right now, the guys playing with Sid aren't good enough to play with Sid. And if you want to divide Sid, Gino, and Kessel amongst three lines, you need better for Sid. Um, do you? Yes. Okay, well, what if Zach Aston Reese is real? Not, I mean, I, I think he's very good. You and is gotta good. let him try it, man. With he's Sid, not doing, fast enough. Not got, fast he's enough. Trying, it doesn't not matter. Fast enough. He's no. smart let's enough. Let's ask Sid if it doesn't matter. Okay, let's get Sid on the line, everybody. <laughs> what kind of question is that? I don't have to to know the answer. <laughs> Sid likes speed. Sid likes speed. Sid also has, has liked and disliked other guys that he's played with and still won a lot and scored a lot. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking I, of Hornquist specifically. I think if you want to, Hornquist will go back with Malkin and should because yeah. that Hornquist Malkin Haglin line has made Malkin into a shooter. Uh, Rust has looked pretty good there too. I think no question. Yep, but Rust could play with Sid. Yes, he could. I'd have no problem with Russ, Aston, Reese, and Sid. Sid can play with net front guys. That he might be... not like it, but once he starts playing his half-court game, if you will, he can play with net front well, guys. I think Grabner would be just a great fit. Grabner would add an awful lot to the team. I would still have some concerns uh, about a right-handed center, uh, somebody who can win you defensive zone face-offs. We can say stuff like that doesn't matter <laughs> right now, but it does whenever you start getting deep in the playoffs. It's how you win championships. Here, here's, a great, uh, here's a great tweet from Jeff. I posted four videos of Grabner. Uh-huh. He said, sold after two vids. Get Grabner. <laughs> Check that out on the Mark Madden page at They're probably like, the videos are like, what, 0.3 seconds long too, yeah. right? Just him Why, covering the whole rink. Yep. We're talking to Dazon Kovacevic, brought to you by Walnut Grill. Dazon, uh, what's going to happen between the Steelers and Le'Veon Bell? No franchise tag yet, but it looks very likely, but that of course, doesn't keep them from negotiating a long-term deal. Yeah, they can negotiate as long as they want. I I really believe that for Kevin Colbert and Art Rooney and others, and even Mike Tomlin as well in the organization, to just come right out and say our intent is to sign him in the long term, that they at least have some parameters. They know what they're talking about. Uh, they know the kind of money that's involved. And remember, they already had one set of these kinds of talks last summer. So if they've made up their mind, look, we're going to keep this guy for the long term. Colbert went further. I mean, Colbert said, we'd like to keep him here as a stealer for his entire career. 
to me, that shows that they're serious about it and that's their intent. I think it's going to get done. Is it a good idea? Yes. How so? Because he is the only one like him in the league. Is that necessarily good? Yeah, I think it's not just good. It's great. You're well, talking about I, I a guy disagree. who can come I out disagree. of the backfield, who can uh, who can catch passes, who can go deep, who can line up at split end for crying out yeah, loud. Uh, there's, there's 31 teams that would like to have him, Mark. I, I don't think so. I don't think any of the Final Four would trade their running back situations for Bell at that cost. In fact, I'm absolutely certain they wouldn't. Why? Because he costs too much and doesn't do any more than their uh, platoon of running backs does. Um, I don't agree with that. I, 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 the, you don't have to. They have his, to disagree with total, me. Total. Well, let's get them on the line too. As long as we're passing these tell, calls tell out, Sid, tell Sid we got to keep him on hold. <laughs> well, no, no. Here's as I've been saying. There's a lot of weakness hidden inside Bell's stats. Bad per carry. Bad per catch. Bad on first down. His not many carry, long runs. Yeah, his per carry and his his not many long runs are related. He's not a guy that's going to break your 60-yarder. He just doesn't Well, do that it. would be good if he did once in a while. But he's also going to get you your regular 18 and 20-yarders on occasion. No, no, he only went over 20 yards four times. Plus, his first down carries are terrible. He puts it behind the sticks a lot. Yeah, I could also argue that there's been some really unambitious play calling, especially on first down under Todd Haley, and maybe that'll get addressed as well. I see teams doing much more clever things with their running backs, especially as one as versatile as Le'Veon Bell See, than believe, what Haley usually did Usually you're him. a smart guy. I can't believe you're this sold on no, Le'Veon Bell. I'm not feeling stupid at the moment. Le'Veon Bell is you will. The, the number one all-purpose back in the league. I'm yep. not exactly going out on a limb here. Yeah, no rings. Not okay, even close. Well, you could do that with Ben. Not Ben. A.B. No, can't no, do it with ben. ben. No, no, I'm up late. But you could do it with A.B. You can do it with do other do guys with who are legitimate. He is the best running back in football. Yeah, okay. I guess. I mean, I just don't think he can ever justify getting. What do you think they'll have to pay him a year to get a long-term deal I done? think it's going to take 15. Well, they're okay, let me let me tell you one thing for certain. Go ahead. They will never give him $15 million. I don't know about that. Depends they on the year count. Well, if they do, they're fools. Well, we'll to see. To give a running back $15 million a year in a passing era, they would be fools. Uh, and a running back who can come out of the backfield and catch passes in a passing era like nobody else, they but, might end up being like, fools. Like, no, like, like nobody else. They might he end up. The, he had the second worst yards per catch of his career this past year. They might end up being fools with rings. They'll never win with the way the team's put together. And I've said that before, and I will be borne out. Um, if you were Ryan Shazier, who's talking about, you know, uh, hopefully he's, he's, he's accurate mm-hmm. when he says he's making a lot of progress. He's talking about playing football again, which I don't think is ever going to happen. I don't think a doctor would clear him to play, quite honestly. But if you were Shazier, would you want to play football again if you had the chance? Would you take that risk if the opportunity presented? Uh, wow. The, I mean, the easy answer to that is I can't, and neither can you, you know, put ourselves into his uh, shoes uh, and, and the way he's thinking right now. Uh, I can say that Ryan Shazier is a uh, a beautiful person, a determined human being. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and I said, nothing I negative say that, about and I would say that. Um, yeah, and I would say that. I, I and I was saying that and writing it before this happened. Uh, if he has to have in his head that his goal is to play football. And that's what gets him onto yeah, the PT I'm all for it. That's on the a daily basis for himself. And there's no reason for him not to dangle it at this point. As far as clearance goes, I mean, again, neither of us is obviously qualified to be doctor. However, 
Somebody cleared Tommy Maddox, and I know it was a different situation. Different era, too. And it was a different era. They allowed athletes to take more chances then. They did, but that wasn't that long ago either. Uh, we're talking about it wasn't as bad an injury either. It, it wasn't, although he did lose feeling, and that's been, generally been the 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 rule of thumb is that once you've lost feeling, you're not going to play again, regardless right. of the time. Tommy Maddox was back out there. Um, if he has that in his mind when he gets up every day uh, and motivates himself, God bless him. Seriously. Now the Pirates just keep signing outfielders. How many can actually play, even a little bit? No, no, none of these guys. I mean, look at they got a thirty-one year old, or 30, 31 homer guy out of Triple A who has zero major league homers. I, I gotta say, I already forgot me, his name. Let me play devil's advocate. I, I got it written down right here. Yep, Bryce Brents. Oh, is, which is alliterative, if nothing else. But don't it might like, be nothing else. Don't teams like the Red Sox never give that guy a chance because they just go sign somebody? Well, not at that age. You know, there's so many different ways to get a guy who's stuck in the minors. Uh, in baseball, they become six-year free agents. There's Rule 5. There's a ton of ways to get those guys out of an organization if you're serious about it. The Pirates aren't serious. Uh, do you also have the name of the guy they got today? Because I forgot Michael his Saunders. name, too. Michael Saunders. Uh, an he was in the All-Star game in 2016. He had 202 last year. What what happened with that guy? I don't know. Jeff Locke was in an All-Star game a couple of years ago, too. So, I mean, Wouldn't it be great know, if he would have like, like drilled Michael Saunders? With an 86-mile-an-hour fastball? <laughs> yeah. I mean... Look, they stood in front of their players this week and told them how serious they are and talked about World Series and, and stuff. And none of the players asked nothing a question. The bigger Fre- the Freeze, lie. Freeze and Harrison were belly aching, which I don't blame them for doing, nope. even though it'll make no difference whatsoever. Nope. But they were belly aching, but when confronted by the hillbilly prince, their testicles shrunk. The bigger the lie has been the uh, the policy apparently this week of the front office because it's it's like well the players are saying we're not serious about winning so the owner's reaction and the front office's reaction is to say I know let's say World Series that'll do it because the truth's probably going to lie somewhere in between. Uh, these guys are saying whatever it is they think that these guys might the players might want to hear, but then they go out and just take two random minor league outfielders and throw them against the wall. You know who said the bigger the lie, the better the lie, right? I do know. I'm saying it to this particular host. Uh, Why are some people tipping Polanco for a breakout season? Is that wishful thinking? He's talented, no question. It's wishful thinking in the sense that he he hasn't been able to stay on the field. I understand, you know, and and we've written about it on the site, the extensive training that he's gone through uh, to try to become lighter, to make the hamstring situation better. Four hammy injuries in one summer? Are you kidding uh, but he gets predicted for the breakout because I think he's an easy guy to predict for that because he's so talented. You know, the guy can do anything. I don't know if he's focused enough. I don't know if Marte's focused enough. Uh, Polanco has focus. I don't think he lacks focus. I, I think that he did some dumb things in his training, and it ended up really costing him oh, last Oh, KDKA TV's going to be at the Aliquippa school board meeting. There you go. 